Hello and welcome to TG Talk. I am Kyle Shadow, your host and one of the coordinators of chapter development for SAE. TG Talk is an initiative brought to you by the Sigma Alpha Epsilon Foundation. Together with the fraternity, we will host bi-weekly discussions on fraternity updates, best practices, and chapter operations. This week we're talking about philanthropy and how chapters can continue fundraising efforts even in a virtual setting. We are joined by Robert Huffman, who is a development manager for Movember. Before working at Movember, Huffman was student government president and a founding father of his fraternity at Florida Atlantic University. While starting the chapter, he helped bring Movember's mustache movement to his campus in 2009, and eventually the chapter was growing mustaches and raising over $20,000 annually for Movember and men's health. Huffman then went on to work five years in aviation finance before he returned to his passion as a full-time mustache farmer at Movember and is now focused on bringing men's mental health to the forefront on college campuses. Stick around after and I'll continue conversations with Anna Gaff about the SAE Foundation and Chapter Education Funds. Come sing to Sigma Alpha Epsilon, Epsilon, Sigma Alpha Today I'm joined by Robert Huffman from Movember. Thanks for joining me today. Um, yeah, so we wanted to kick it off with um, kind of hearing more about what is Movember. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So uh, first off, a huge thank you for having Movember on your podcast and especially to all the Mobros uh, within SAE who have been growing mustaches over the years and helping us fundraise for men's health programs. So to give you some background on Movember, essentially we're a, a men's health charity. And so we're most known for our annual campaign where we ask men to grow mustaches during the month of November uh, to raise awareness and to raise funds for um, men's health causes. And so more specifically, we focus on men's mental health and suicide prevention, prostate cancer, and testicular cancer. Um, and so we do this by growing mustaches for a month, uh, but we also you know, invest in programs year round. Um, and so I know that we'll dive into that more in this conversation, but you know, just to kind of give you guys some reference, Movember's been around since 2003, and since then over 6 million people have participated in Movember which, which have gone on to raise uh, over a billion dollars to fund over 1,250 men's health projects in over 20 countries. So it goes beyond just the U.S. Uh, it's a global mustache movement for men's health. Great. Um, and what, what inspired you to join the Movember team? Yeah, great. Uh, you know, it's a great question. And it, and it goes pretty deep for me, uh, even before I was born. But, you know, initially when I got involved in Movember, just as a fundraiser, I was uh, a fraternity man myself, you know, sophomore in college, and we were starting a fraternity down at Florida Atlantic University, and we were looking for ways to build brotherhood um, with our chapter, but also do something good for our community. And we came across Movember and realized that you can actually do philanthropy by growing a mustache. So we thought this was hilarious, and uh, we I think we raised about a thousand bucks the first year, uh, about you know three thousand the next year, and eventually we started raising about twenty grand a year all in the name of men's health, growing mustaches, having a Miss Melbourne pageant, and just having a blast with it. Um, and so that's how I first got involved. Uh, and then I graduated and went to work in finance for five years and still did Movember uh, with my company and you know with my friends. Um, but then I kind of got burned out of the finance world and 
you know, the, the, the meaning behind my mustache has, has really grown over the years because my grandfather took his life when he was 37 years old. Uh, but I really didn't find out about that until I came home with the mustache in college. So, um, you know, the story behind my stash has grown and, you know, my mom and I, have, we've, we've dove in a lot of conversations around depression and mental health uh, because of the mustache. Uh, and so three years ago, I decided to take a leap and jump on the hairy train of Movember and work full time uh, as a mustache farmer, essentially, uh, trying to get more guys, especially college guys, to start growing mustaches for men's health. That's awesome. Yeah, that sounds like a fun, different thing, especially with like the university connections and getting meeting people across the country. Um, so diving into kind of our first segment, hearing more about Movember and the work you guys especially have done around mental health. Um, what is the significance, and you spoke to it a bit, but what's the significance of the mustache with Movember? Yeah, so the mustache is essentially our hairy ribbon. Uh, so back in 2003, you know, the um, women's health movement was really taking off with the pink ribbon, but there wasn't anything out there for men's health. And, and besides November, there still really isn't much out there for men's health. Uh, and so the mustache is, you know, our hairy ribbon and, and, and it symbolizes, um, you know, um, breaking down, you know, stigmas and stereotypes and, and challenging the, the norm. So by changing the way that your face looks is saying, look, guys, I'm willing to grow this mustache you know, to embark on, on some difficult conversations within my fraternity or within my friend group. Um, and so the idea is that you do it for 30 days. You have a, essentially a mustache contest with your friends uh, and you get people to sponsor and support your mustache by donating to your most space online. Um, but essentially it's a, you know, conversation starter. Um, and so especially with a fraternity, if you see a hundred guys walking around campus with a mustache, they know who you are and why you're doing it. Um, and it's pretty amazing to see what it can do actually transform not only um you know the brotherhood within the, the fraternity or the social group but also the reputation that you guys can have uh year round when, when you're associated with a mustache for a good cause yeah um and so a lot of our chapters have been putting an emphasis on mental health on um, this term and really trying to be innovative on how to help their members and november covers a lot of areas but with the work around mental health um why is it an important topic uh, for undergrads to be talking about yeah, so, you know, this, again, can go on, you know, pretty long, and I'm not a, you know, counselor or a psychologist, but I, I know a little bit about the challenges that, that we as men face within mental health. Uh, one, because I am a man, and so I've gone through my challenges, and I've worked with a lot of our student ambassadors and a lot of our, our mo, mo bros and mo sisters in college. But to give you guys some facts, three out of four suicides are actually by men, so that's 75% of suicides being men. Uh, 103 men and boys take their life every day here in the U.S., which is a staggering stat. Uh, over 500,000 men take their life year-round around the world, which if you run those, those numbers, it's one man taking his life every minute of every hour of every day. Um, and as it relates to college students, you know, 39% of college students experience a significant mental health issue, and over 67% of those with anxiety or, or depression actually um, don't seek treatment. And so there's, you know, a lot of issues around mental health, especially with COVID and everything that we've been going through, you know, as a society around the world. Um, but men, typically, we don't really do a good job of taking care of ourselves, right? We're usually focused on, on other people, on our significant other, on our family, and we really, really do a good job of supporting them. Um, but we tend to put ourselves last. Um, and unfortunately, it's killing men too young. Men are dying six years younger than women. 
and that's mostly for preventable reasons. Um, and so here at Movember, everything that we're trying to, to do is get men and boys to be more proactive in our physical and mental health. Um, and mental health, you know, suicide prevention is, is really something that we can do on a daily basis without even having to go to a doctor. You know, it's calling up a friend, um, you know, and, and, and just kind of, you know, talking about whatever's on your mind, whether it be diving deep, you know, and talking about emotions or feelings or a recent breakup or talking about sports, you know, and just being there for somebody and, and building that social connection over something that you guys both enjoy. Um, but mental health is, you know, as we all know, it's a prominent subject on college campuses and around the world right now. And so we're trying to give people, you know, an easy way to actually embark on, on those tough conversations. Yeah. And I, I think, um, like we've seen it, it's a lot a time when a lot of campuses are virtual and just businesses generally are virtual. So it's harder to check in, um, and people, cause people may not be seeing each other every day. Um, but what would you suggest for chapters or just people in general, if they notice signs that someone might need help or what, what could they do in those situations? Yeah. So we like to go by an acronym called ALEC, A-L-E-C. A -L -E -C. Uh, and the, the first letter there is A, which is ask. The second is listen. The third is uh, encourage action. And the last is check in. So if you see, you know, a buddy or fraternity member or a friend, guy or girl, um, the first thing to do is, you know, ask how they're doing. Uh, and, and don't just ask, you know, hey, how's it going? And expect, um, you know, hey, I'm doing a good response. But try and dive deep, you know, and actually, you know, ask open-ended questions. Um, ask questions that could actually, you know, facilitate a response that might take some thought to it as well. Um, and then, you know, listen and then encourage action to actually get these folks to, you know, reach out to a family member or actually seek counseling services on campus and then check in, which is something that I think a lot of us forget to do, um, whether it be because we're afraid of what they might actually say and that we might actually get, you know, involved in somebody else's mental health um, challenges, but actually check in with people, whether it be a simple text or, you know, an Instagram DM or a, an actual follow-up call. Uh, but check in with them constantly and see how, the, how they're doing. Because um, right now, I mean, there's a lot of resources, you know, virtually that, that you can use. Um, but I think what's going to help them the most is by you, a friendly and familiar face, you know, actually checking in with them. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think the, the personal connections can be, go a long way in those types of situations. Yeah. Um, Movember's got some great resources that members can take advantage of. And uh, can you talk about things like Movember conversations and how uh, members can utilize those within their chapter experience? Yeah, we'd love to. So, you know, first off, a huge shout out to the uh, um, SAE chapter down at TCU um, who has gotten their hands in, you know, this program that we recently launched called Movember Conversations. And this is essentially a digital tool um, to help guide men and women on how to talk to guys that might be struggling. Um, and so it's, just, it's an interactive tool that takes you down a five minute conversation um, through three different scenarios, whether it be isolation and boredom, financial distress or relationship issues, but how do you actually talk to men who are struggling about these topics? And so again, it's a pretty cool tool and it's really quick. Uh, so I, I would encourage, you know, chapter members or al alumni groups to, you know, add this to the agenda and actually check it out um, because we're getting a lot of positive feedback uh, that it's helping and actually teaching some guys how to talk to each other about difficult subjects. Um, and then we also have tons of more resources on our website. So movember.com um, is the website. And so that's where you can sign up to fundraise, but also check out all the free resources that we have. 
Um, we also have a mental health discussion guide that you guys can host within your chapter. Uh, so how do you facilitate a mental health discussion as a group, whether it be large or small? We often encourage you know, groups to break out into um, you know, two to four people so guys can actually have a chance to really open up and answer questions um, amongst a smaller group. Uh, and so if you know, chapters want to get more involved in that and want more resources beyond what's on our website, I would encourage them to reach out to us and I'll give you my contact information later on. Um, but all that stuff is free and it's for um, men all around the world of all ages. So I would encourage people to check it out. Yeah, we appreciate that. I know within our chapter development team working with groups, we always kind of send them your guys' way when they're having conversations or want to bring up mental health because those resources have been really helpful within our office and helping us spark those conversations to um, promote within the chapters as well. Awesome. Yeah, that, that's what we're here for. So glad to do okay. it. Um, so yeah, moving, moving into kind of what you guys do in your campaigns, um, November's bigger than just the mental health piece. Can you talk about some of the other campaigns um, that you guys have throughout the year? Yeah, of course. So we also focus on prostate cancer and testicular cancer. Um, and so one of the <clears throat> other campaigns that we do throughout the year, so April is actually Testis Cancer Awareness Month, uh, so TCAM for short. Um, and so testis cancer is actually the most common cancer of young men. Uh, under the age of 40 years old. And so we encourage guys, especially college guys, to start getting in the habit of checking your testicles uh, on a monthly basis. Uh, and it's a very simple check. You know, it's just feeling for anything that, that feels irregular. So whether it be swelling or pain, a lump of any kind, um, or anything that feels off, uh, don't panic, but do go to the doctor's office and get it checked out. Um, because um, one of my fraternity bros actually just got diagnosed with uh, testis cancer. Um, and so, you know, early prevention is the biggest thing and it's, it's, it's highly curable, 95% um, curable if detected early. Um, and so that's in April. And so that, that's our big spring philanthropy event um, in which we're raising funds and awareness for testicular cancer. Um, and then prostate cancer is also a big cause area of, of ours, uh, which affects men starting around the age of 45 years old. Uh, and so one in nine men will be diagnosed with prostate cancer throughout their lifetime. And so it's important for guys of that age or older to actually have a conversation about prostate cancer um, with their doctor. Um, and, you know, for college guys that are here listening to this, I, I would encourage you guys to ask your dad or your grandfather or your uncle, you know, if, if they've had a conversation with their doctor about prostate cancer. I know my dad and stepdad had not had conversation with their doctor. And so I ended up kind of educating them on even what a prostate even is and does and what to look for because, Traditionally, you know, it, it's a biopsy in, in, in how they get checked for prostate cancer. Um, but now you can actually do it through a blood test if, if your doctor thinks that's the right avenue, uh, checking the PSA levels. And so, um, you know, not to get too granular with it, I would encourage, you know, anybody listening to actually have conversations with them in your life about their testicles and about their prostates because it, it, it could actually save, the, save their life. Yeah. Great. Um, in November, coming up quick, I know that's one of your biggest campaigns. Um, what is the November campaign and what is the organization raising money for during that time? Yeah, man, it's, uh, it's mustache season, baby. We're uh, getting close to it. So, you know, the month of November, which we've, we've deemed is spelt with an ilm, not an N. Uh, so Mo is, you know, short for mustache. Um, and so this is 30 days of mustachery. And so Starting the day off, you know, clean shaven, 
and then going through the hairy journey, the awkward journey of trying to grow a mustache as fast as you can for 30 days. Um, and it's not easy, uh, but doing it as a, you know, as a, as a group, as a fraternity, as a team is really where the, the fun gets. Um, and so, as you mentioned, you know, this is kind of what we're most known for. Um, and we're raising funds and awareness for our three causes. Um, and so we, you know, fund programs all around the world. Um, but specifically this year, we're really focusing on mental health, you know, and, and, and trying to get folks to actually break down some of these barriers. And with everything being on, you know, virtual, um, it can be easy to kind of feel isolated. But we encourage guys to know that, that no man is an island and we're all in this together. And what, what better way to be, you know, a part of that than all grow mustaches together. And so the, the best way to get involved is to go to Movember.com, um, you know, and, and click sign up and you can um, sign up to grow, move, host, or mow your own, your own way. So even if you can grow a mustache, there's other ways to participate. Uh, even if you're a Mo sister and you want to support guys who are growing mustaches, you can take on the move challenge, uh, which is to run or walk 60 miles during the month of November, which represents the 60 minute take their life every hour. Uh, you can host an event, whether it be a virtual event, um, or you can mow your own way. So if you, if you want to do a burpees challenge or, you know, do a big hike or something like that, then you can mow your own way. So you don't just have to grow a mustache uh, to get involved. Great. Yeah, I think a lot of chapters are working to find causes and things to support this fall, especially not being able to kind of connect with their local partners like they used to. Um, so how, how can chapters kind of join in the campaign or how can they uh, take part in the process if they want to set something up? Yeah, so we have a big mill on campus challenge. And so this is our university challenge here in the US. Uh, and so chapters can, like I said, go to movember.com, sign up, um, and then create a team for your individual chapter. And then you'll search for your university and join that university network. And by doing that, that puts you in the BMOC challenge, the Big Mo on Campus Challenge. Um, and so you can compete with other SAE chapters. You can compete with you know, other fraternities on your campus. And then in total, you'll be competing as a university against all the other universities here in the States. Um, and so it's, it's a lot of fun because there's that internal competition, um, but also, you know, you're competing as a university against other colleges around. And it's cool to kind of see, you know, because you, you can upload a photo, you know, of your mustache as it grows, and um, you can upload your motivation for why you're growing a mustache, which I, I, I always love just browsing around, you know, and seeing why people grow a mustache. Some people do it because it's fun and hilarious. Others do it because they lost somebody to suicide or prostate cancer. Um, but learning people's meaning behind their mo um, is a big part of it. Um, and so it's, it's really cool to see that throughout the entire month. Yeah, and I know a lot of our chapters have taken part of that. I know you talked about TCU and others. So it's a nice internal SE competition as well for some chapters if that's something they want to take part in. Oh, yeah. Your chapters are, have done an amazing job of, you know, getting on board and, and actually showing other fraternities how it's done. So big props to all those uh, chapters that I've done in the past. Great. Um, and we kind of talked about already being in the virtual setting in a lot of campuses, not back fully. Um, I know my chapter used to do like a competition on campus and getting the sororities involved in things. How would you suggest some of the some chapters try and get that campus engagement still um, in a virtual setting? Yeah. So you know, we use a philosophy of going to where men are. Um, and so what I mean by that is taking what you guys might already enjoy doing and just adding a men's health, you know, piece to it. So if, if you guys are already hosting, you know, 
Call of Duty tournaments or Madden tournaments or FIFA tournaments um, online. Just incorporating some, you know, some mental health or some men's health strategy to that. So something as simple as, all right, guys, uh, this month we're all going to throw in five bucks each and the winner of the tournament gets all the proceeds to their most base. Um, you know, or, or even stopping halfway through the tournament, you know, to ask a buddy how they're doing, whether it be through text or even, you know, online. Um, so incorporating those kind of things throughout the month into what you guys are already doing, whether it be playing video games or hosting a flag football tournament for men's health, be a lot of fun as well. A turkey bowl, some people call it, um, as well as a, a must, mustache contest. So like you said, inviting the sororities in um, to the conversation is a huge piece. Um, not only because, you know, if you get women to encourage guys to grow a mustache, they probably will grow a mustache. <laughs> women have a lot of influence over us. Um, but also, you know, inviting them into the conversation because every woman has a man in their life that they, they care about and they want to keep around longer. Um, so hosting a mustache contest towards the end of the month, uh, either through Instagram. I know most chapters have their own Instagram account. Um, or even, you know, having a live Zoom event where you, everybody brings their mustache, you dress up to your mustache, um, and people can vote, you know, either through fundraising dollars or just by a simple hand raise for who has the, the best mustache, the worst mustache, the most creepy mustache, the most creative. You can have categories for it all. Um, and that's when it gets a lot of fun. And, you know, women can uh, donate to shave your mustache off, uh, donate you to, you know, shave half of a mustache and wear it for a week. Um, so we encourage, you know, guys to get creative with it and, and have fun with the other groups on campus. Yeah. And I've seen some groups already doing like campaigns and stuff through TikTok as well. So that's another avenue that they can get creative with there too. Oh yeah. Uh, awesome. I, I really appreciate the time today and you joining us to um, learn more about Movember and hopefully get our chapters a little more involved. Um, but are there any parting messages you have or where, and where can people connect with you or uh, Movember? And we'll have links to that as well in the bio. Yeah. So, you know, I would just leave it with this and, you know, it's, it's kind of a slogan, but however you, you mow will save a bro. Um, and, and so, you know, whatever you, you do for men's health is making a difference. So whether it be growing a mustache or taking on the move challenge or posting something on social media, all that stuff is important um, and it's saving lives. Um, and so just a huge thank you to everybody who's, you know, helped us, you know, raise the men's health flag over the years. And if anybody wants to um, reach out to us at, at Movember, you can shoot me an email at robert.huffman at movember.com um, or you can, you know, shoot us a DM on Instagram um, and we'll be sure to get back to you. But again, the website to sign up is movember.com. Um, and so I would encourage you guys to at least check it out, check out the free resources and sign up to uh, be a MoBro or Mo Sister this year. Thanks, Robert, for joining us this week and sharing the work Movember is doing. I also wanted to catch up with the SA Foundation and the work they are doing as a nonprofit organization. I'm joined by Anna Gaff, Manager of Recurring Giving, to talk about Chapter Education Funds and the Phoenix Circle. Well, thank you for joining us today, Anna. I um, wanted to get some more information about the foundation and how chapters and alumni can get involved. So can you tell us what is the SAE Foundation? Sure, thanks, Kyle. Um, the SAE Foundation is a 501c3 nonprofit um, under the same umbrella as the SAE fraternity. Um, and our, our mission is solely to support the fraternity and its mission to, um, to bring up true gentlemen and all of its undergraduate brothers. Um, so we take donations from alumni across the country um, and use those donations to further the fraternity's mission. Great. And what are some benefits of donating to the foundation, either from chapter perspective or um, alumni? 
Uh, well, one of the biggest uh, uh, perks and benefits of donating is that since we are a 501c3 nonprofit, uh, donations are tax deductible, whether you're an undergraduate or an alumnus. Um, your, uh, your donations can be claimed on your tax form, um, and especially this year with the CARES Act, if you take the standard tax deduction, you can deduct up to $300 in charitable donations. So that's just one little perk um, of giving. Um, and then aside from that, donating to the foundation is a great way to stay involved with the fraternity and to support brothers across the realm. Um, I like to say that giving is a way to pay it forward. Uh, any member of SAE who has received a scholarship or attended any events or even everyone who is listening to this podcast has benefited from the donations of other brothers. Um, so yeah, pay it forward, donate and help other brothers to uh, enjoy these benefits in the future. I know the work the foundation does does help with a lot of the, the things the fraternity puts on and helping support lowering those costs and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, and I know one thing you guys do to help chapters individually is working with chapter education funds. Um, so what, what is a chapter education fund and how can chapters utilize that? Uh, chapter education funds, which we uh, call CEFs for short, um, are uh, are funds that are dedicated solely for the chapter that they're named for. So every every chapter in the realm has an education fund housed at the foundation that we accept donations for and those funds can be used for any educational purpose um, for that chapter. They're most often utilized for academic scholarships and tuition to SAE educational events. Um, and really anything educational in purpose. For example, this past spring, Ohio Epsilon used their CEF um, to upgrade their Wi-Fi in their chapter house, which was especially helpful during this pandemic when classes are virtual and uh, you just need a better internet connection. Yeah, and, and what does the foundation do to help grow the CEFs for the chapter? Well, this past spring, we launched our updated Phoenix Circle program uh, to help grow not only those chapter education funds, but also our annual loyalty fund, which is a national fund that also provides scholarships, um, pays for the upkeep of our beautiful Levere Memorial Temple, um, and is used to sponsor edu SAE educational and leadership programming like this TG Talk podcast. Uh, Phoenix Circle members are monthly donors. They can choose to split their recurring gifts 50-50 um, between the annual fund and the chapter education fund. Um, so over the past six months, we have doubled our monthly donor base, which means that donations coming into your chapter education funds have also greatly increased as well. Great. And if a chapter is trying to start a campaign or work towards building that chapter education fund up a bit, how can they work with alumni or what are some ideas you have for them to be able to do that? Yeah, Kyle, the, the best way to start um, is to build relationships with your alumni. I highly encourage undergraduates, if you don't already, to connect with your alumni base. Uh, maybe with, you know, a quarterly newsletter or, you know, once a semester, reach out to them, let them know what you're up to. Um, because it can be awkward to ask for money, especially from people who have maybe not heard from the chapter in a few years or just seem out of touch with what's going on. So uh, build out a good alumni engagement program so that your alumni know what you're up to and they know what your needs are. Um, for example, the Ohio Epsilon alumni knew what their undergraduates needed because they were in communication with them and heard that their Wi-Fi wasn't up to par. Um, you can also connect with us at the SAE headquarters. We can get you an alumni contact list. 
We also have a, uh, a specific donation page online um, for each chapter education fund. So you could contact me and I could help you um, uh, locate that page and build out an, an email campaign to your alumni to try to get them uh, steered towards that so they can start donating. Um, and you know, once you build up those relationships, that's when they're gonna feel more comfortable um, supporting you financially and trusting us and you with uh, their donations. Yeah, and I, to back off of that, if, if you guys have questions about building up alumni engagement, the last episode we did two weeks ago was focused on how to, how to build that alumni engagement as well. Um, so look into that for some ideas there. Well, I appreciate you joining us. Anna, do you have any parting messages or where can uh, chapters or alumni reach out to you? Sure. Um, thanks for having me. It's been great. Um, you can reach me uh, by email. My email address is agath at sae.net. Um, and then if you do have a great relationship with your alumni and want to go ahead and start asking for support, um, tell them they can simply go to sae.net and click on donate. Great. Well, thank you, Anna. And just to plug as well, the foundation scholarship, yearly scholarships where some of this um, money is going to, the window will open on November 1st. Um, so look out for that on the, on the SAE.net website um, or contact the foundation or your chapter development team for more information there. Well, thank you again. Um, and we appreciate your time, Anna. Thanks, Kyle. I want to thank both Robert and Anna for joining me this week. Philanthropy and giving back to the community around us is an important part of the fraternity experience. While we may be in times where we cannot hold a dance marathon, fundraising dinners, or other on-campus events, there are still opportunities for chapters to get involved and give back. Utilize this time before the end of the term to begin brainstorming and prepare for how the spring term can work and what your chapter can do to continue to make a difference. For more information about Movember, visit movember.com, and for more information about the SAE Foundation, visit sae.net slash foundation. Thanks for tuning in. Remember to like and subscribe, and we'll be back in two weeks for the next TG Talk. Bye, Alpha. <laughs>